we're going to continue that, this theme of Melbourne versus Sydney. Yep. Uh, critical clash at the SCG on yep. Sunday probably <laughs> means not a great deal considering I think by then uh, Melbourne would have signed up fourth and there would be no point jumping and maybe Sydney as well as Sydney who well Sydney could earn a home final that's yeah. probably it but other than that the, the other the other thing you could um, aim for is to win the Dyson uh, Dyson <laughs> Cup and uh, Kevin Dyson the man the, the cup he's named after joins us g'day Kevin yeah, g'day. How are you? Couldn't be better, mate. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, now, um, tell us. You know, it's a huge. I'm sure it's a huge honour on Sunday to to go fly up to Sydney and present the Kevin Dyson Cup. <laughs> well, I live in Sydney, and uh, mate, it's it's just a short drive from the eastern suburbs across there. With, uh, in fact, I've I've had to knock the cup up myself. Uh, <laughs> and uh, and let me tell you, it's come up an absolute treat. Yep. And, uh, <laughs> and I'll present it to uh, to the winning side, which I assure you will probably be a draw. So <laughs> both going to have a hand on the cup. Oh, well, that's, that's fair enough, considering the season that they've, they've both of them have had. Um, now, we'll, we'll, we'll start with this one. So what's it, what's it been like um, being up in Sydney? Or they, they played in the grand final last year. Year, of course, and this year they've they've come home like a bit of a steam yeah. train. Yeah, it's it's really interesting, and oh, it's, I, I was fortunate because uh, in the sense that I I, I coached Errol Goulden, and um, you know when uh, when he was running about as a junior, he was pretty good. Yeah, I knew he had to get the skill from someone. <laughs> yeah, he, Not, it can't all yeah. be natural; it has to be trained, and like you would have trained him, of course you did. Uh, uh, I taught him nothing. Um, <laughs> he had all the ability that you see on the field. He was born with it, I'm sure. Um, but look, uh, you know, I saw him after the grand final and, uh, you know, there was this just little gritty resilience sitting underneath the surface and, um, and you know, you wouldn't have thought that they were going to get to the position they're in uh, where they are at the moment. They've won so many on the trot and, uh, and obviously really gritty, gutsy wins and maybe a little bit fortunate here and there. Um, but look, you know, they thoroughly deserve an opportunity to play finals football and mm. the quality that they've played. And, and I think to, to see Geelong, who will miss um, the, the winning team, obviously, uh, and, and the Swans sneak their way in, will give them enormous confidence to potentially do a little bit of damage, which I think they can do in the finals. Kevin, what sort of a chance do, do Sydney have going into the finals like it's so wide open this this premiership race um well where do they what do they do to sort of you know go deep into this final series keep doing what they're doing you know like they they uh they seem to be you know they seem like they're not as strong in defense uh they've lost buddy um you know they're, they're best footy seems to be just getting the job done you know and, and I think they, they just need to maintain the rage and the pressure and, and the system that they've got and, and I think they'll give themselves a really good chance and, mm. and the fact that they were there last year and, and the wound was obviously very significant for them I think it all go quite well for them knowing that Geelong have bowed out and, uh, and they will make it and will play might just give them an extra bit of a yard to, to get the job done. But, look, you know, there's no question their game's built on pressure and speed and um, and obviously incredible skill. And, uh, you know, players like Gould, and he's got to keep knocking up, which he does. You know, what did they say the other day? A double All-Australian vote. You know, the guys are shooing, should be. Mm. Um, he gets 30 touches and the Swans are... 
close to winning the game. And, you know, obviously with the, the, the pressure around the ball. And, and then Heaney's got to pop up. You know, all these guys have to play well, in particularly in finals. And the other thing, as you say, you know, to, to be successful in finals campaigns, you need to keep your best players on the park. You need a bit of luck. You know, McCartan probably could have been rubbed out for a couple of weeks, gets through. And, you know, that could be the difference um, in a couple of weeks' time with these guys winning a final or not. You just don't know. No, you don't. Uh, but what we do know is that uh, the rise of the Swans so all started when you first got there, Kevin, um, in 96. Um, there was another guy full forward that might have helped them out a little bit more, but we don't know for sure. Uh, but what's the house footy uh, changed um, in Sydney? Yeah, that's a good question. Look, when I first came up here, it's, um, it's certainly not the fishbowl of football that you get in Melbourne. Um, and all the competing codes were probably somewhere at their peak. You know, I think rugby had sort of just coming off Super League and and uh, Union was, was flying. And so it was quite a competitive landscape. But, you know, someone like Plugger, um, you know, shook the place up. And uh, and I think the, the success of the Swans particularly, you know, they had some great sides before, uh, obviously, the, the 90s. But I think when the Swans started to surge... Um, you know, 96, 97 to a degree and it, it just put them on the map, you know I think people started to realise that this game was worth watching um, and suddenly, you know, you, you started seeing old salty leaguey's running around in pubs saying, you know what I watched that game and I've got to be honest I liked it, you know, like they, they yeah. started to like football and they could see that it was a great game and, and I think now it's just totally embraced and you know you, the, the code has continues to develop and grow and the AFL and New South Wales have done an amazing job with participation they've got aggressive goals in the future I mean Sheed's coming up and uh, getting the Giants going was massive um, you know the West is just incredibly big in terms of a market opportunity for growth um, you know diversity side of, of football is again is just absolutely smashed it here um, and yes yeah, so I think football in general the participation's there and I think slowly the quality's starting to come you know I think the the football itself is starting to get better um, and it's producing some some really serious talent we're still seeing some guys fly off to South Australia and 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 the VFL um, chasing their football dreams but the, we've seen play, players go through the system here and get drafted as well like Errol's a classic example although you know, he is pretty special. <laughs> Let's be honest. You know, you, you'd probably go close in the Brownlow. You would think he'd be in the top ten at least. Mm. Kevin, you talk about the the surge of the Swans back in the late nineties. In nineteen ninety six, you played in a grand final against North Melbourne. What can you recall from that day, and what was what was the game like for you? Yeah, it's a good question. You know, I, I remember the day vividly because, you know, as a kid running around with a plastic footy in Harrow Street in Blackburn South, kicking it around, pretending I was a Richmond player, sorry to say. But, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, I, I always wanted to be Michael Malthouse. But, um, you know, the fact that, that I actually lived, lived that dream and ran onto the MCG and went through the parade and all that process, um, it was just the most magical and special time. Um, you know, for any kid that chases their dream, and and my dream chase was a little bit longer than most players. Um, so getting the opportunity to do it was just, you know, I'll never forget the moment of uh, of getting into that grand final with Plugger's Point uh, in the preliminary final the week prior. 
and then actually uh, participating was was just absolutely amazing. Um, and obviously, you know, though North Melbourne were a formidable opponent, and uh, they they had some absolute stars running around, as we all know, and became quite famous um, as as a as a as a team collectively. Um, but I guess the the thing that you remember is is the you know the great experience that you get out of playing in a grand final and the moment that final siren goes it goes it turns into a pretty dark day <laughs> you know pretty quickly and you realize just how close you got to to you know what some say is football or immortality but you know I, I guess for me it was it was a great experience but you do you know you hold the wound for a long time it never really goes away no, no, I bet. And I mean, yeah, I mean, Grand Final is like that. I mean, you were one of the better performers, ones. So from the day, you can probably take that a little bit better. But I see on the stat sheet here, your first final for the Swans was against Hawthorne. You only ended up with five touches. What happened that day? Yeah, I got uh, I got cleaned up. Oh, so I had a, I got cleaned up um, a couple of times. Uh, I got hit by uh, a bloke called Sean Tasker in Adelaide in the middle of the SCG, and um, I think I was out for the better part of five minutes, and um, it was a fairly significant concussion. And um, his nickname was Doctor Death, by the way. I think he was very good at lining blokes up through the middle. Um, and anyway, I, I, I copped a knock early in the game, and uh, and yeah, that sort of wrote me off again. And they were they were quite concerned, but luckily enough, I managed to to come good. Um, we had a, a, a bit of extra time to recover and and get through for uh, for the next final. Oh, well, that is lucky. That is lucky. But you also started your career with the D's. Uh, I'd be remiss for not to talk about uh, your time with the D's. Um, now, you're a midfielder, uh, of course, um, and, you know, you collected a lot of disposals. Um, but in the year 1991, your Ruckman got the Brownlow medal. Are you a little bit disappointed you didn't get any votes? Oh, no, I got, I got four votes. I was pretty... <laughs> <laughs> in fact, that was my first season of footy, and, uh, you know, I was... I was my eyes were like dinner plates, mate. You know, like running around at least on a footy field. But you know, watching Jimmy Steins go to work um, up close was pretty special. And he was a fantastic mate of mine. Uh, you know, we were very close, and um, you know, we, we obviously operated a lot in close together in, in the ruck. But you know, his his ability to uh, to impact the game with his his engine and the quality of his football was just outstanding it was it was absolutely game changing at the mm. time for the ruck but uh, yeah and I was actually with him on the night that he won the ground I, I was very fortunate to get an invitation yeah. I don't know how I swung that one <laughs> um, but uh, you know I, I was sitting with him when he, when he got that uh, that unbelievable famous award and and there wasn't uh, wasn't many dry eyes around the, the place when he when he took it home so uh, there, was, there was no one dry actually at about 4am the next morning I was morning. about to say what's an Irish party like it was unreal it went to the next level and um, you know all sorts of proposals as normal um, <laughs> from, from all sorts of people and walks of life but uh, we ended up I think we went to five different Irish bars <laughs> singing um, there was just a lot of singing and you know it was it was just the most unbelievable beautiful time <laughs> but uh, yeah it was a great night fantastic night fantastic and we got to unfortunately wrap it up uh, given but uh, who wins the Dyson Cup 
Mate, a Dyson Cup is a draw. Mate, look, I'm, <laughs> I'm not sure. It's a, look, I, I think um, I think for Sydney's sake, they will obviously want to win this game to prepare 100% for their finals campaign. Um, and then Melbourne, you know, obviously to, to secure... Uh, you know, and as you say, you know, Sydney may get that home final. That's that's big. That's very important. Um, but then for Melbourne, you know, obviously that that top four scenario and going into the finals campaign with really really strong form. So, mate, I've got to say, I, I'm, I'm struggling to pick the absolute winner. I would think on paper, Melbourne have the edge, mm-hmm. um, but I think at the SCG, uh, it's anyone's mate. As I said, there's a hand on. Both handles on the cup. <laughs> <laughs> As they should be for the Dawson Cup. Uh, uh, mate, we've got to leave it there, unfortunately, but it's a great, to, uh, great to chat, great to catch up and talk about your footy career and your time in it, mate. Appreciate your time. Absolute pleasure, boys, and good luck for the finals. <laughs> Cheers, Gab. You too. Yeah. See you, mate. Oh, very good. Dice, uh, Kevin Dyson there. <laughs>